Welcome to the Rated JG Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Gilly. Thank you all for tuning in. What up, what up, all my people? Welcome to another episode of the Rated JG Podcast. Uh, Before we get started on today's topic, please remember to take a second out of your day and rate and subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you're using to stream this. Um, As always, I'm on all major platforms, so Apple Podcasts, Google Play, um, Spotify. Um, If you leave a review, whether it be, you know, good, bad, whatever, anything, you know, just spreading the word helps out a lot and it takes just a few seconds. So if y'all could do that for me, I'd greatly appreciate it. Help spread the word and get the Rated JG podcast out there a little more than it already is, but I appreciate all of the support so far. Um, I'm always looking for new and exciting you know, topics and guests for the podcast, so please reach out if you're interested. Um, don't be shy. may not work out on our timelines or whatever, but it couldn't hurt to try to link up, so uh, I'll have all my social medias linked in the show notes below, whatever, Instagram, Facebook, all that good stuff. So uh, if you have any interest or any topics you want me to talk about, just shoot me a DM and we will go from there. But on to today's podcast. So I have had a great response and uh, more of, I guess you could say my most popular podcast have been whenever my wife is uh, being a good sport and hanging out with me in my little studio over here. So I figured why not do and make everything that uh, all of our podcasts from here on out make them official. So I think today is going to be the first time that we have, drumroll, we're going to call them Just In Case. Ooh. Yeah. See, you punny there. You know, I call her Case instead of Casey. Justin's my name. So yeah. Anyways, we're all about the puns over here. So yeah, this is going to be the first installment of... Just in case. And I don't, like I said, with our other podcast, we don't have any kind of structure to this. It's just a lot of fun to sit down and banter back and forth. Well, we do this all the time. It's just, we happen to have microphones and sharing it with y'all now. So without further ado, welcome Case. Thanks for coming out and hanging with me again. Thanks for having me, honey. Yeah. So I wanted to start out by mentioning our past weekend um, and the trials and tribulations of being a husband and trying to go and uh, I get well let me rewind a little bit so we are going on vacation in like two to three weeks and I realized this past Saturday I was like man I really need some swim trunks we're going to the beach like I'm just gonna run up to whatever Target or Ross I, I don't know just something and I'm gonna get some swim trunks and Casey had the day off so I'm like, okay, I'm going to see if she wants to go with me or if she needs anything. And boy, oh boy, did I not This have... girl needed a new closet, okay? So I was like, of course, I'm starting. I opened up Pandora's box with that, <laughs> and I had no idea what I was getting myself into because I thought it was just going to be a, a harmless, hey, let's go pick up a few things from the store. Wrongo, I've been telling you I need summer clothes for a million and 75 years, and I need bathing suits because mine are brown and falling apart. Okay. Well, anyways, like I said, I was just asking her, like, "Hey, you need to. I'm gonna go to the store. You wanna come with me?" She's like, "Oh my god, yeah, whatever. Give me just a second. So we go out to. Um, I don't even know where we started, but wherever we walked in, I, Target. Okay, Target. Yeah. So we started there, and I was like, "You go left, I go right." Yeah. 
Yeah, right. He had to go eat first. But uh, I was like, you go left, I go right, ready, break. And uh, I went my direction. And 10 minutes later, I was like, hey, I found this and this and this and this and this and this and this, ready to go. She's like, what? No, I'm not even getting started. Oh my God, look at this, look at that, blah, blah, blah. What do you think? I was about still this? analyzing the first shirt that I saw. And I'm like, how? It's legitimately mind blowing to me. That you can stare at a piece of clothing for as long as you do and not know. No, here's the process. So you go in and you are looking at the forest and you see one tree that stands out to you. And you're like, hmm. But you can't put all your eggs in this tree basket. You got to keep looking at all the trees. And it comes back and it's like you just keep circling this one piece of clothing just over and over and over again. And... You keep coming back to it, but then you're like, maybe not. I don't know. And you go look at other things that are kind of catching your eye out of the corner. And then you're like, no, wait, will this look good like this? Hold on. Will this look good on me? Or is this color going to make me look stupid? Whatever. It's a big, long process. It's not as easy for girls as it is for guys. Guys go in. They see a t-shirt. It's their size. Boom. Done. Cool. End of story. Girls, you got to think about how many times am I going to be able to wash this? How am I supposed to be able to launder this? How am I going to do anything? I don't have shorts that match this shirt. I don't have a shirt to match these shorts. It's not okay, and I'm getting anxiety just talking about it. Yeah, you're over there talking about trees and egg baskets. I'm like, what? I have no idea where you're going with any of this, but that that little two-minute breakdown is exactly what i was trying to figure out i'm like how in the world are you still over here looking at one bathing suit top when i came back i've i've got a brand new wardrobe and you gave me like 10 minutes apart from you so uh anyways and the <laughs> that was like store number one then you know we go to what probably what six stores throughout the entire day yeah we went to target tj maxx uh jc penny jc penny h&m h&m I don't know, a bunch. It doesn't matter. What I'm saying is it was way more difficult than it needed to be. And in the middle of Casey shopping, which, you know, whatever, I'm being a good sport. I wasn't I wasn't bitching and moaning or it anything. Actually, it was being a good sport. It wasn't pounding or nothing. See, there you go. And I, I, in the middle of me being such a good sport, I went on uh, my Facebook and I was cracking myself up. Thinking, yeah, whatever, I'll make a couple people laugh with this post. And I put it up, and it says, Things I've learned today while shopping with my wife. Number one, in quotes, every store has clothes that fit differently. You. Well, okay, break that down. What does that mean? Okay, so a small at Target translates into 2X small, or, yeah, 2X small at freaking Dillard's or... I don't know, Victoria's Secret, you go in there and their smalls are like swallowing you. So you go and look at extra smalls and then you're thinking, ooh, I'm skinny today. And then you go to another store and the only size that fits you is a large. <laughs> and it's like, today. <laughs> you are taking me on some sort of back and forth bipolar roller coaster because I'm feeling good about myself one second. The next second, I'm like, I need to lose 27 million pounds now. <sighs> it hurts my feelings. <laughs> Okay, so there's number one. And number two, said TJ Maxx, Marshalls, Ross, whatever, give her anxiety oh because, quotes, it's so crowded in these aisles and I just get lost in a sea of random clothing and I can't find shit. And, oh, my God, I just need to get out of here. Okay, well, people don't know common courtesy 
in stores and women are the worst. I hate women. I hate girls. I hate females. They all suck. Sorry if you are one. I myself am one. But you start walking down the aisle and these crazy bitches are fighting you for this one spot of clothing whenever I'm not going to stand there for 20 minutes. I see what I want. Just let me grab and go. And I can't even go down a certain aisle because there's seven girls posted up in scattered positions. You can't even walk down the aisle because they're so close together. And... Tell me how you really feel. Mad. I'm angry. So, yeah, that's number two. Uh, she was very anxious because those stores are kind of like right up my alley because there is no name brand this and, oh, this section over here. It's like the, the one-tenth corner of the store, is it says like men. And then there's just racks of clothes that say no, small, medium, are- large, extra large. I'm like, well, I know my size. I'm just going to sift through all this. One minute you got a tank top, the next minute you're sifting through hoodies and flip-flops. I'm like, what? No, No, the clothes are great. The options are great. I love TJ Maxx and Ross and Marshalls by myself. I don't want to share the aisle with you. Please move. If I have to go at 1230 at night, it's fine. I will be in and out in 15 minutes. But what gets me taking so long is all these other random girls that don't get out the way. No common courtesy. And see, like, okay, so back to what I said about the clothing. I mean, the uh, the sizing. Apparently, this is something, I'm not trying to be funny, I literally didn't know. Women's clothing comes in numbers in some stores. You didn't know that? No. Until now? No. Why in the world would I make that up? There's There's numbers and then there's, like, sizes. So not only – we've already talked about number one and two on that list. And I was like, yeah, apparently women's clothing uses numbers to tell you the size as opposed to small, medium, large, etc. So she'll be holding something up, and she's like, oh, my God, this is a – okay, first off, I have no idea what I'm saying. If these numbers offend you, I'm sorry. I don't know what y'all's number thing God, is. She's like, I need a number – I need a three, but this is a six, and the other store only had fours. and But then over there, this one's a medium. I'm like, How? wait, what? Oh, my God. Your heart, ah, you're, you think I'm a three? <laughs> there you go. I picked a yeah, I, you picked the good one. I say I went for a low number because I figured saying, those are better. You start saying some 18s, we're gonna have words. I would never go that high because I don't know what that is. That couldn't be like what depends. No, you're tiny. Shut up. Pant sizes 18, I would have to be like 12, but. Like oh my okay you're already giving me a headache with all this this was another you one brought it I, up. I know that's what I'm saying I'm just kind of touching on it Ugh. and I said uh, okay next on the list touching this one was was <laughs> literally making me laugh I said touching every single clothing item and if y'all can picture Casey's little five foot nothing frame just so angry at some points in the store <laughs> and then she just like she's like oh my god I can't find fucking anything. Ooh, ooh, what are you? Oh my God, uh, I, this is $25. Gotta be kidding me. Anyways, so yeah, Justin, I was like, ooh, look at you. <laughs> I mean, she legitimately said that she she has to like grab it and like put it in front of her face and like twirl it around and like, ooh, what are you? She probably said that word roughly 89 times that day. And I'm like, at the end of it, I'm like, stop saying ooh, unless you're going to buy it because you're getting, to do. you're getting excited you're getting me excited because that means that we're almost about to leave because you're gonna buy that and you just end up throwing it back on the rack afterwards okay but a lot of the shirts that i'm touching feeling saying ooh, are like from africa and like tribal looking shirts that just look 
like how many times did I say this looks like a fun shirt this yeah. looks like I could do a lot of swirls in it but I'm not gonna wear it because I don't know it might not look good on me it might tear apart in the washer maybe I just like the way it looks on the mannequin she cracks me up talking about like how she the adjectives and the way that she explains these clothing these items of clothing because a guy's like hey man this is cool this looks nice I want to buy this. She's like, ooh, this looks frilly. And I like the swirls on this one. And this one looks fun. And this one's the very lace. summery. And I'm like, what? I love the laces. I don't know. Maybe I just I just don't understand it. And then the last thing that I said is no matter where we go, we either end up back at Target or dropping back, driving through Target or mentioning going back there every single time. Or I we get home. Or say, oh, That's what I was going to say next oh. is we'll get home and we'll be like, we forgot something at Target. I don't understand how that is a thing. And, dude, women are – if you were to take a random poll, like a head count of the demographic at Target at literally any time of the day, any day of the week, it is 97% women at all times. And y'all are all just like on cloud freaking nine. Target nine is my happy – what? Target nine <laughs> – I combined Target and Cloud9. Target9. Jesus okay, Christ. Well, Target is my happy place, and now I'm calling it Target9 from yeah. here on out. You're about to, all the girls that listen to this podcast, all three of you, they're all going to be like, oh my God, Target9, hashtag, that's a new thing. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, so it turned into an all-day affair. I was trying to be a good, like, nice husband and include you in my swim trunks shopping spree that was supposed to take me all of 20 minutes and then six and a half hours later we're done but you did get a lot of clothes so i'll give you that i have been needing clothes much longer than you have needed swim trunks Uh, you're right and bathing suits okay whatever anyways so the main thing that was cracking me up is all the responses that i got on this facebook post were like people you know from all different ages but it was all women that are like that right sounds and i'm like yeah, I know it's right because it's 100% true. I didn't make any of that up. It was the God honest truth. And I had so many people text me and tell me in person, like, dude, you had me cracking up. And I'm like, I just, I guess all of y'all can relate to that. So shout out to all my guys that have girls that shop like that too. I feel your pain. I shout really do. Shout out Megan Kiesler for including the best tidbit of advice. And never forget, <laughs> you look great, babe. Yeah, and Megan, if you're listening, I appreciate that. I never forget that. And I tell her all the time. Um, but that's also, I have not prompted Casey on any of this stuff, by the way, we have no script at all for these podcasts. So I'm scared. One thing that I don't understand, like we just talked about the whole, uh, shopping situation and how I don't understand women. I do not understand another thing about most women. I'm not trying to generalize everybody, but most of them. I'm really scared. The bachelor. So, you know, I believe that good karma is coming my way and has been coming my way because I'm trying to be a good person. And that is no, there's no better expect or uh, explanation of that than I work one night a week. I work the night shift (laughs) one time a week. And if you don't believe in a higher power, this will tell you (laughs) the good Lord made it Monday nights. So I don't have to watch this. And I'm... (laughs) Let me start out by saying I am not opposed to girly shows or romantic comedies. You get involved and ask me questions all the time. He's still on there. How's he's there? He's a dude. That's what I'm saying. Well, I'm. I grew up like I mentioned with a sister and a stay-at-home mom for the most part. So I mean, I believe me. 
estrogen is very close to my heart. I have women all around my family all the time, so this is no different living with Casey. And I, this is one show, like, I, I cannot understand it. I genuinely can't. You have watched it since I've known you for, like, freaking 10, 12 years, whatever it's been. And I, I just don't, I don't get it because it's, it, I just feel like it's so scripted from start to finish. And then it's, I, I don't know. Let me just open the floor to you because I'm. I don't think it's scripted. I just think it's whack, but I love it. I what? like, I, okay. It is a guilty pleasure. Kind of like watching Jersey Shore. Okay. That's not a guilty pleasure. That's just a pleasure. Shut up. It's so like dumb and all the drama and everything, but you love it anyways. And you like, like start to learn like and love the personalities, even though they're crazy and nuts and sometimes annoying, you still love it. And the thing with The Bachelor is that like whenever I was younger, I would watch it, you know, with my mom at home and stuff like that. And so I just kind of grew up watching it. So I guess it just kind of stayed with me. Trust me, do not get me wrong. I know how corny and cheesy and stupid and ridiculous it is. But I still love it. And I still get in. It's like so into it. She's down to three guys right now. And I'm just like, ah. And um, I don't think that it's like real love or anything. I think it's real feelings. But the whole entire, I don't know, like idea of dating a million people at once and finding the person you're supposed to spend the rest of your life with. I don't believe in it or, or nor do I agree with it, but it's still fun to watch for reality TV. Oh no, I'm not even passing judgment. I'm just saying, I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand it. And I don't see the attraction to it, but it's on like it's 500th season. So, I mean, obviously something's right. So my main thing is I feel like if you've, unless you've just been off of social media for the past couple months or you don't watch TV at all, Everyone knows about this crazy guy that's on there. Luke P. Luke P. Yeah. That's the one that cracks me up because anytime that I come home and you're like watching it or it's recorded or whatever, that dude is like a legitimate psychopath. Front and center. Yeah. Like what the, like, and, but yet though everyone can see it, all of America can see it, but the main person on the show is like, oh, I don't know. Yeah. I'm going to keep him here. Really? Yeah. Really? You can't tell that. So that's where y'all lose me on that, but whatever. Not my thing. I've just never talked to you about that. I don't understand what makes you keep coming back and watching it. I think a lot of it is like you like get some sort of like satisfaction out of watching other people like start to get feelings and like go on dates and it's like fun and it makes you wonder like who's she going to pick? Like you relate to certain people like when you go on date, like, I mean, you aren't going on the dates, but like them going on the dates in like Portugal and Venice and like you see all these like crazy outlandish romantic dates and stuff like that. And you're like, wow, I would love to go there. Love is in the air. Meh. And it's like you start like, Meh. yeah, and you start seeing why she might like this person and like seeing the life that this and this person could spend together and blah, blah, blah. And it's so dumb because it, I... I don't think it's scripted, but I don't think it'll ever be able to work out. Again, not being judgmental. I'm the least judgmental person on the earth, but I love watching it. It's fun to be a little fly on the wall. Yeah. And there's a lot of drama, so it makes you like wonder what's going to happen next. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. Next. And is she going to pick the guy I like? Or is he going to pick the girl I like? And then whenever one of your favorites gets sent home, there's always the chance the next season, they'll be the next Bachelor or Bachelorette. Oh, my God. And it never ends, and it's great. And then they date people, and then it's just a never-ending cycle. Yeah. So, 
Okay, whatever. I mean, I guess that's why I'm not a TV producer because I would have never thought something like that would work. But love it. What? It's a dating show. How would a dating show not work? It's a dating show. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. Okay. Well, anyways, I guess that's enough about being a, a girl and me not understanding that. I I don't understand that. But anyways, that's enough about that. <laughs> what I do understand is good music. Oh. And. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh shit. So I mention it in almost every podcast, if not every podcast, and it is no secret that I am a huge nerd with music. No shame in my game. I love it. That's my thing. All shapes and sizes. I'm your music guy. And it I've mentioned on here before, like my main ones that I'm interested in are like southern rock, Texas country, bluesy, kind of like just like down home, good music. But I am such a sucker for like vocally, like, I don't want to say like, like somebody that doesn't even necessarily fit into like one category, but Khalid, Khalid. Is, is my man. Khalid. Love him to death. Been I, It was like a bucket list item to go see him and... My sister Autumn hooked it up with tickets to his Free Spirit tour. And Autumn, Shout out if Autumn. you're listening, you're the best sister in the world. Thank you a million times over. We had a freaking blast. It was me, Autumn, and Casey who went. And it was like everything I wanted it to be and more. So um, I'm used to going to the, uh, the American Airlines Center for uh, Dallas Stars games and like seeing the the way that it's set up, it's like a basically like a big bowl. Like we're just all surrounding like the little ice rink. Yeah, like a big fish bowl. Yeah. Well, then I walk in the arena and I'm like, whoa, this is different. They had it set up totally like the big stage in the back with huge projection monitors. And the, the, the stage was massive front and center. They had like a pit where like the normally were like that. The Stars, ISB, or like the Mavs. Uh, but it was weird though because they didn't have any seats set up down there. Yeah, well, I mean, it's just like a it was literally room. just a quote unquote pit. Yeah, it was because like when I went and I saw Miley there, they had seats in that pit. Oh wow, I don't know. Maybe his just maybe they were I expecting it was more a cool people. Idea. Yeah, no, for sure it was it was really cool. And actually, we saw a bunch of people that we knew there that were yeah. in the pit. So yeah, like Josh and Kevin and my uh, friends Livin Gion. Yeah. Shout out Livin Gion. Yeah, shout out Melotin Starbucks. What's up, guys? So uh, yeah, they were all there and. Um, there was like, I I don't know. I guess I didn't have like any expectations for it. I I did, but I didn't know what to expect. That's a better way of putting it. Because whenever I go see concerts, it's like I mentioned before. It's kind of like the other style. It's a smaller venue, usually a dude with a guitar or some instrument and a smaller band. That's not necessarily like a huge name. I don't ever go to like even like the Billy Bob's concerts. Don't really do it for me because there's so many freaking people packed mm-hmm. into one area but like khalid that's a whole different ball game i was i'm signed me up mm-hmm. i don't care i'm hanging from the rafters man i don't I, care how shoulder to shoulder right, it gets take i'm me. down let's do this so uh like the the production value was sick like the the freaking giant projectors the lasers the lights the dancers that he had like the silhouettes mm-hmm. and like the digital oh my god the ones that was like right behind him that was like bigger than human yeah he was like on stage by himself and then behind him was a screen and like they had like a digitized human that was like actually behind the wall dancing but it was like it was crazy they kept sh- like like 
old school Mario games where he eats the mushroom and he grows. <laughs> he and he, like, it was like, dude, it was just the coolest thing ever. Like his digital graphics team and like all the, what's dope. Like his, I guess, visuals and, and, and audio and digital and all that was just like so cool. And um, like he actually, yeah, I, I wasn't sure what to expect from his body of work either because he's a modern day quote pop as in like popular, not pop music, but popular artist. And like almost R and B, but I would consider him. I would say he's way more R and B. I'm just when I say pop, I meant just like literally. He's a popular, like he's on the bigger stations, Um, and his like body of work, you know, from either the American Teen or the Free Spirit albums. Like, obviously, this is the Free Spirit tour, so he's going to play more on this album. But I was like, man. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to. Still played young, dumb, young, young, dumb. Oh, like see, I wanted to like actually see like a lot of old stuff and like a lot of my favorite songs are the ones where it's a lot of my favorite uh, Khalid songs are ones where he's like collabing with other big yeah. artists like Halsey and like Ty Dolla Sign and mm-hmm. Black and you know John Mayer and you know Benny mm-hmm. Blanco etc etc. Et Normani. Yeah, Normani. Yeah, so, uh, we're, like, but obviously I didn't expect him to play those because he has a, like, he'll have the chorus part, but the other two and a half minutes right. of the song is the other person. Right. And, dude, he killed it. He actually ended up at the very end playing, like, OTW, Love Lies, um, what else did he do? Eastside. Like, all, he, like, matched, yeah. mashed them all up into, like, a six-minute song, but he only sang his parts of the, it was but it was, still worked it was, it was so still, cool yeah. like and that's kind of like how he wrapped the show up no he, he saturday nights was the last song he played right or was it the mashup i think it was the mashup i could be wrong yeah I don't know. yeah either way it was just really really cool because i think that people were not expecting me included i was not expecting him to play those like what is he gonna do just be quiet when the other person is supposed <laughs> to sing so he he really surprised us and it was freaking awesome he touched on both albums the american teen and the free spirit all of his singles and collabs it was but the main thing i enjoyed about it and the main thing i like about music in general is it was just like it just brings out like the best in people Mm -hmm. like you know like you were mentioning earlier oh my god i don't like being in the stores with all these bitches and everybody's in a bad mood zero people were in a bad mood Mm -hmm. in the entire arena I it's mean, just very feel-good music yeah, like tens of thousands of people from every single demographic you could think of i'm talking you know white black mexican tall mm-hmm. short fat skinny old young you LGBTQ, name it yeah lgbtq you can't even say i get what you're saying okay <laughs> but <laughs> yeah community. everybody was there like yeah. and no one was judging there's people mm-hmm. dressed in crazy outfits there's dudes dressed in suits and girls with their tight dresses on mm-hmm. but there's also people in t-shirts like yeah it was just it was so cool it's just like a very judgment free atmosphere yeah. like everyone's literally just there to have fun like even the people that went like the type of people that we saw there that you're explaining like dudes in suits high-fiving you know gay men in leopard print like onesies yeah, like right. they're just like everyone there was just having a good time and like i feel like that's what khalid does yeah. he just brings out like everyone's togetherness and like let's just you know what we're humans let's exist together yeah, and that's that, kind of cool that's you what know? i mean that, that's what he came on stage and said like in the middle of the concert it's called the free spirit album tour and he's like he had like a little five minute montage video clip of him saying like oh that's all i want to be in life is a free spirit but he's not saying it like a hippie that's mm-hmm. gonna you know stop taking baths and 
riot in the streets and yeah throw up peace signs all the time like no he's doing like i don't know just like Love guys people. guys you can do whatever you want outside of this place but right now everybody's just gonna be jamming my music yeah. all good like i thought cool. that was so cool yeah like high five you know everybody be in a good mood drink your beer or don't drink your beer mm-hmm. eat your hot dog or don't or just sing at the top of your lungs or sit down in your chair i don't care everybody just have fun and everybody did and uh, man he was like freaking so like well spoken like mm-hmm. the way he articulated himself the way that he, like he's, he carries himself a lot more like maturely i don't know if that's the right word i don't want to say that he acts like an old person but he's he's young yeah he's like very well poised and he just like seems wise beyond his years yeah and like very experienced in that culture and he i mean he obviously is huge but like he seems like he's been doing this for years on years on years like and he i mean granted he's been doing it a couple years but still even then like he's 20 he's barely 21 years old That's crazy that is if i was doing it when i was 21 i was gonna say if i'm doing a nationwide tour selling out stadiums at 21 mm, y'all might not ever see me again like right. i'd be in big time trouble you know yeah but he seems like he's pretty level-headed he's not you know doing anything crazy and all what else is pretty extremely cool? level-headed with that flat top right <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i tried to grow out my flat top before the concert i didn't have enough time you were rocking the best flat top there i appreciate Clearly that couldn't even hold a candle to you i'm saying i just feel like we need more of like him into as opposed to like i'm not i'm not even hating like i like i mentioned a million times i love all kinds of music so do you but i feel like we need more of him as opposed to like the uh you know talking about oh i caught a body a week ago and mm-hmm. and oh my 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 ass so fat this guess how much money i got well he you know? didn't even he wasn't even there trying to push an agenda or anything like that like you know, a bunch of artists and musicians are coming out now, like, with every concert they say, pushing their political agenda. Oh, or, my God. Or, you know, what's going on in the world. And this, you know, I'm not saying, like, oh, we need to all be naive and not talk about it, but you're here Don't to use your platform music, for that. And he, he, he literally had no right. agenda. He had one goal in mind, and that was for everyone to have fun. It wasn't to push any political belief. It wasn't to... Um, you know, control or change our thoughts about any sort of process. Like it literally was, thank y'all so much for being here. Yeah. Y'all are with me. Let's hang out. Like it just was so refreshing. Yeah. And there, and there is at one point, like in the concert where he was like, you know, guys, I've been doing this for a while now. And for, you know, it doesn't matter how big I get. I feel like I've got to play this one for y'all. And he played like young, dumb and broke, Ugh. which was like his, one of his very first like about lost my damn mind like the yeah like the uh like soundcloud days before mm-hmm. he even had a record deal like how cool is that you know young dumb yeah young young dumb <laughs> yeah you killed that i had a but it was an angel but it was um very cool it was like very much like enjoy the moment yeah that's probably the first concert i've ever been to where i didn't even bring out my phone like one time i didn't video anything i didn't care if i documented it at all like i mean it was just it was just fun, like living in the moment, and I feel like a lot of people were like that too. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't like, oh my god, let me get a selfie this far away from the stage, and like it was just like, I don't know, whatever, good vibes. Um, but yeah, I, I can't stand people who use their their like celebrity to push whatever agenda it is, mm-hmm. and like especially like religious or political, like just shut up. 
It's I don't awesome. care about what who you voted for. I don't care right. about if you're a Buddhist or what. I do not care. Just sing and sh- then. Well, and it's it's not that they're not allowed to have a voice. Like if you go on Twitter and you tweet or you say something when you're being interviewed, that's a whole nother right. thing. Like obviously you're a human being. You're entitled to your own opinion. Everyone is. Right. But whenever you come out on tour for all these people that like paid good freaking money to see you like sing your songs basically don't come out there talking about how we need to vote for hillary clinton the next election right. because of this that and the other like for sure and like and that's that's why a lot of people stop watch i say stop watching that's why a lot of people are not big fans of espn anymore because every time you turn it on it's like did you know that lebron james is eating at Whataburger. So now he obviously likes Texas yeah. way more than LA. Is he going to move here? Because he's an in and out guy. Well, right. LeBron is going to. Was he a Republican? No one cares. Oh my God. Tell me how many points he scored, if they won or lost, and then move on. Right. No one gives a shit about what he's saying. Excuse my language. No, whatever. Screw y'all. I don't know. It's <laughs> my damn podcast. I can cuss if I want to. But like that is. I cannot stand mm-hmm. that. And I, I feel like the main thing. Even what we're talking about here, it's all kind of connected. Don't push your beliefs or your non-beliefs or your views on anyone. Mm-hmm. Just freaking agree. Just just high five. Be chill with people. Let them feel the way that they feel. If you want to debate with them, do that on your own time, not on a big platform. Well, and that's kind of like what I'm getting at because I can be very easily misconstrued. And I think you are too. Like with Le- – okay, the whole LeBron example that you were just doing, like – if he's going to go and post stuff on his Twitter or if he's being interviewed and he starts saying stuff about Whataburger, okay, yeah, he's very much allowed and entitled to say these opinions on yeah. these things. But if you take a, if you, pa- I don't know, I don't know basketball, if you like pause the game and you get the microphone, you say, hey, choose Whataburger over and not. That's, yeah. that's exactly the exact, that, sorry, <laughs> that is the exact same like correlation to an artist getting on stage, pausing their concert and saying, by the way, screw all Republicans, screw all Democrats. Yeah. It's like there's, just... a, there's a time and place for that if you want it, and that's dang sure not the time or right. place. I love the fact that that's that's the first place that my mind went to was Waterburger, Waterburger, <laughs> and in and out. God dang, you might be from Texas, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, oil to the soil. Right. Oh my god. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm glad you know because you had a lot of fun there too. It seemed like I've seen you. Um, We've been to a bunch of different concerts mm-hmm. together over the years. Pretty high up there, honestly. I mean, I I love Khalid just as much as the next person, but I'm not. We would have never gone there for me. You know what I'm saying? Like you obviously were the reason that we went because he's kind of like your guy and everything like that. But it was one that I found myself enjoying a whole lot more than I expected I would because it because of that like. I'm not a hippie, but I am very much in the sense of, can we just love people? <laughs> I'm like, not a hippie. I'm not. But can we just love people? Can we stop like arguing and fighting and just appreciate human beings for human beings? And if we don't have the same agreements, then sure, we have different opinions. Like We can still coincide and appreciate each other for what we are. And I feel like that's what that concert was about. Yeah, for and sure. It was it, just, I mean, if it wasn't even about like that, it was just like, just That was like loud. It was just... just 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 the, the main takeaway from all that was just chill the fuck out. Yeah, just and everyone stop be being happy. so angry. Yeah. And <laughs> exactly because every every everything now is like so anti this or anti that or argument this or opinion triggered. this that if you don't agree with me then screw you and blah blah blah. And I'm just it's it gets really freaking exhausting dealing with 
all the yeah. negativity every single freaking day, every aspect of life. Especially so to go to like a huge event like that where truly I did not see one angry person there. Right. And it just was so nice. It was a breath of fresh air too because uh you know, we both work in the public setting and we're not, you know, saying anything negative about the companies, but like just the general public is a freaking beating mm-hmm. to deal with. Like, it's exhausting. People are just weird. I mean, I, I don't like. People don't treat people with any sort of respect anymore. Yeah, that's the main thing. It's like I, I, I just can't understand that. Like the treating people the way you want to be treated is a real thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I mean, we're all human. We all mess up. We all mm-hmm. have mistakes. There's people in my life that I'm sure I've pissed off and don't talk to anymore. Or whatever, didn't mean it intentional. Like, but yeah. there are some genuinely like unhappy people that we and I know I know for a fact I encounter unhappy people frequently Mm -hmm. and they project that unhappiness on me and i'm like take a deep breath like i didn't do anything to you you know like just well and that's the thing is that whenever someone's coming at me hot and heavy the first thing i think about like i don't immediately pop off i like no i i mean sometimes i do if you catch me on a very bad day but if you (laughs) like if you're just coming at me i'm like okay let me understand why you're so mad at me First of all, right now, do you think I offended you? Do you think that I did something wrong to you? No? Okay, maybe you're just having a really bad day. So maybe if I'm just extra nice to you, you might, you know, I've I've honestly had that happen where someone's being like super hateful to me and I'm like, are you? I hope your day gets better. And they just start crying in front of me and give me a hug. Thank you so much. You know what I mean? But like after a while, you just get tired of being a freaking right. doormat to people and their negative emotions getting taken out on you because you did something so minuscule that it does not matter it's it's different at your workplace too because you know know those same people wouldn't talk to you on the street right you're just saying this because i have my company shirt on right now if you if you you know saw me outside if you saw me in the parking lot it'd be a different story yeah that's whenever it's not justin and casey employees anymore you're getting justin and casey normal human beings and and that's why you start seeing these people people. these people that see you at work and they treat you like absolute garbage whenever you see them at the grocery store on sundays no they either they're they're up your butt or they are don't make eye contact with you intentionally like run the other way as fast as they can yeah because you know you were a terrible person to me yeah and like I said, we all have bad days or whatever, but like there's just some. When there's a consistent basis that you were just awful to people, you need to check yourself. Yeah, there's always going to be sour grapes out of the bunch or mm-hmm. whatever, but it's way, it's so much easier. We were actually talking about this at work the other day, me and a couple coworkers. I'm like, do you have any idea how exhausting it has to be to just be a negative, rude, or, or mean person mm-hmm. consistently? You have to, you have to try mm-hmm. to just be like, what can piss me off today? Like get get over yourself. Right. It's not that bad. You're alive and breathing and talking to me and doing like it could be a lot worse. Like Jesus Christ, calm down, chill out. Yeah. That's the that's the main theme of this podcast today. Is just chill out. Pipe down. Yeah, check yourself. Relax. Well, I had there's a customer. I won't make specifics, um, but there's a customer that I have had a couple encounters with, and he comes in every single day. And one specific encounter, he told me that he got his eyes fixed and he found out that I was an actual girl and I wasn't a boy. So you can imagine how offensive that was. Like he just intentionally was being ugly for the sake of the fact that he could. Well, we had this like 
bias training meeting type thing and um, like check your biases and check your egos at the door and everyone's like rolling their eyes and like oh my god okay I understand but like what happens whenever they're coming at us like what happens whenever like so y'all are sitting here telling not necessarily confrontational with our boss we love him but y'all are sitting here telling us to check our biases when do so we just have to check ours but we just continue to be treated like crap and so they were like okay well no maybe you know, you just have to go that extra little mile to that person that's just consistently treating you like crap. Okay, and you never know, is. you never know what might come of it. And I'm like, okay, that might work for everybody except for this one customer. And I just like, yeah. oh, I just did a really hard ego check. I looked myself in the mirror and said, Casey, you don't want to be an ugly person. Don't be an ugly person. You have every right to be, but don't. And like, I've tried to be nice and like kind to him. Like I'll take his coffee out to him. I'll take his food out to him. And just like do what I can to show him, hey, I'm not this terrible person that you want to be mean to. And like he's actually within the last couple of weeks like been joking around with me a little bit. And I'm just like, hey, mm, excuse me, what is happening here? I don't know. Maybe we're friends now. I don't know. Yeah, that's and then you know, as as a grown man talking to a woman like that, like mm-hmm. what do you, what do you get out of that? You mm-hmm. know, because that's one thing. I, you know, as a manager, I'm sure I fail on many many aspects of my job. I'm not perfect. But I will be damned if anyone talks down upon my staff. Mm-hmm. You, you've you got me absolutely twisted if you think I'm going to put up with that. Like, you can ask any of the people that work up there underneath me. That crap don't fly. Mm-hmm. I will be the nicest person to you all day, every day, twice on Sundays. But don't you dare come at me or my staff sideways. Mm-hmm. No, I didn't do anything to you. I'm not taking money from you. You're not even buying a tangible product from me talk to me like a human being and we will get to a solution you need to not get crazy right now Mm -hmm. because then we can get crazy but that's the that's a perk of working for a mom pop shop Uh, or a corporation that's very true yeah if big boys at corporate even hear the slightest thought of us being extremely anything other than extremely nice like our job's gone and you know what in 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 some senses i see that as it should be because like you said you know the customer is not always always right right, but you know they're hardly ever they're very rarely are they right but that's a whole different topic but like i get it Mm -hmm. you know you and i have popped off on each other and we're having a bad day and then like 10 minutes go by we have to apologize because i know you didn't mean it and vice versa and listen i'm having a really hard day and i'm really stressed the freak out but i didn't mean to take it out on you it's not your fault just i'm sorry (laughs) i love you just freaking hug me dang it exactly but yeah, it's just rough on a day to day basis, but it's all good. You take a positive mindset into it, you'll be all right. Yeah. God, we sound like freaking hippies right now. We really That's do. That's what I'm saying. I take showers. Yeah, right. <laughs> I it's believe in deodorant. It's all love, man. Like, golly. Like, love oh each God. other. Right. We're both wearing tie dye and headbands and John yeah. Lennon glasses with peace signs hanging from our neck right now. I have my hair in pigtail braids. Jesus. Well, I don't know. So I think that's a good uh, stopping place there. We're about 45 minutes in. So I just wanted to close by saying, once again, thank you all for tuning in. Uh, I appreciate all the support. Like I said, you can find me on all social media platforms. DM me. Please take a second out and rate and you know subscribe so you don't miss any future podcasts. And I think the Just In Case podcast might be doing a Q&A Ooh. Really, really soon. Oh, we? Oh. Husband, wife edition. Well, she just got so excited she dropped the microphone. So, <laughs> kicked it off the thing. So, anyways, y'all keep your eye out for that. Much love. And if you don't take anything else from this podcast, 
chill out. Stop. Be nice to people. Yeah, stop being assholes. You never know what they're going through. <laughs> Bye, guys. Goodbye.